Hey guys, it's James Wallace here. Bit of a different sort of episode for you today. I was actually interviewed uh, this week by Chris from Winning Habits. Um, so I figured I should probably release this interview as a podcast episode. Um, I have some really exciting things coming up that's going to help us really get this podcast cranking again um, and start releasing some more consistent ongoing episodes. I hope you're looking forward to that. Enjoy the episode. Great opportunity to get to know me a little bit better um, if that's something that you're wanting to do. And yeah, I hope you enjoy. Hi there, just have with me today Mr. James Wallace. Hey James. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Good. Just a short video here today just to introduce James to you all, just to learn a little bit more about James and what he does and why it is so special. (laughs) Special is a good word. I like special. (laughs) So James, you're a digital marketer? Yes. Okay, okay, awesome. And so what got you into digital marketing? Uh, I started, I actually started looking for a job in sales, so that was, that was my first point of call. Um, I did door-to-door sales, getting some experience for a sales role, um, and then I wound up working for MediWorks and the sales team for them. Um, and so after doing that for a little bit, working with clients and kind of getting an initial understanding for marketing, I found that I quite liked marketing as well. Um, I wanted something a little bit with maybe more legs, more sort of time in it, and I saw radio as maybe not having so much of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went and worked for a digital marketing company based here in Christchurch um, for just over a year. I was like, this is the ticket. Um, and then yeah, I started Digital Simple from there. Right, Yeah. fantastic. And you talk a little bit about reps, sorry. Yes. So yeah, to tell, yeah. tell us a bit more about your reps theory. Uh, so I first spoke to you about reps, um, a few videos that I released recently that got some really positive feedback um, and people being like, you're a natural, you know, you look like you, you know, talented almost, like really good at... Pretty good looking, huh? <laughs> that obviously helps, but, uh, but yeah, just the, the way that I could speak in them and things like that, uh, what I think people probably don't value or don't think about a lot of those videos is they would have been been the 200s probably in the total amount of videos that I've shot and recorded and not all of them are still floating around online because especially the first say 100 of them were pretty terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually released two a day for 30 days when I started the company just Mm -hmm. just getting the ball rolling Mm -hmm. Um, and so now with the the most recent ones that have gone out they're both first take um, with the videographer, really, really easy, but the only reason they were simple like that is because of the 150, 200 that came before them. So repetitions are so important with, with everything. Um, same with sales, everything like that to do with yeah. the business. So, sure. Yeah. yeah. Habit, habits as well, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, especially, especially every time you get up in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, all that sort of stuff uh, is all about doing it over and over again. That's what makes it easy. Yeah, so, cool. Yeah. So, and James, what, what makes you sort of distinctive in the marketplace. I mean, if someone's out there looking for a marketer, yeah. see there's, there's a thousand and one of them. What, what yeah. would you say to viewers here? Is it a distinct point of difference about James Wallace? Yeah, I think my, um, probably the biggest thing would be my background in sales. Um, so a lot of marketers come from a marketing background. Yeah. Um, I have a really high focus around lead and sales generation for businesses. That's, that's all I'm really into. Um, and so because of that, I'm not going to come and speak to you about how you know you have this much more brand awareness as much as I'll come and talk to you about the amount of phone numbers and email addresses that you now have um, and how you're following them up and generating more money for your business. Um, and yet that just comes from the background of, of working in sales and understanding the value of all that sort of stuff. 
Okay, cool. And talking a little bit earlier on, you mentioned about patience as, yeah. as part of your values set. Mm -hmm. Can you talk to us a little bit more about that? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I, I, I'm blessed in the sense that I have so much time that I'll be doing this and, and to be so young and doing it at the moment, I think a lot of people lose sight of, you know, how long good things take um, and it, it'd be really easy, I'm, I'm probably a year of being self-employed now to feel like I should have been doing a whole lot more, mm. um, whereas realistically everything's going swimmingly and just taking your time and doing things right will mean that you'll make far less mistakes and stuff along the way. Um, yeah, time, time's a huge one. It's the same with marketing as well. Um, you know, you start a campaign and someone calls you up and they're worried about things a week after it started. Yeah. And you obviously <laughs> understand it with coaching too, you know, why hasn't it started working yet? Fixed me one session. Yeah, yeah. And that's just not how anything works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you see that a lot with things like Bitcoin and any other kind of get rich quick scheme that rolls through. Um, you know, those are the people that lose money and the ones they think they're going to win overnight. Whereas the people that are willing to play a game for five years will, will come out on top inevitably yeah. at the end of it. Yeah. So was it quite a jump for you to move out of employment into being so 22 years old to go into yeah. owning your own business? Was that quite a, a bungee jump for you into your future mm -hmm. or talk us through that a bit? Yeah, look, it was, it was interesting. It, was, um, it kind of just all happened so quickly, to be honest with you. I, I hadn't really intended on doing it at the time that I did. Um, and then I just woke up one day and was like, I have to do this now. I was, it's just, it's time. Um, and I really never looked back after it started, to be fair. Um, it was, there's a lot more to it than I thought there was. Um, and that's definitely, that's definitely the case. Like it's not, I thought it would be easier, but I'm also glad that it's not, if that sort of makes sense. I love the, um, the whole process and everything that I'm going through at the moment. Um, and so with that, it's just, yeah, it's good fun. Um, there's a few things I don't like so much, like the admin side of things and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but those negatives come with equal positives, mm. which are huge. Mm. Um, which is being able to make decisions quickly, do what I want to do when I want to do it. Um, and just the freedom that comes with working for yourself as well. So, yeah, so yeah. that sense of autonomy. Yeah. And who would you say, you, who are your role models, who are your heroes in, in marketing? Or Number one is Gary V. Gary V. Gary V. Gary V. Gary oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got a bunch of posters printed out for my new office. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Any yeah. swear words on them? Or? <laughs> oh, no, there is actually. Yeah, nobody owes you shit is on one of them. Yeah. F star hyphen. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's, he's a huge one. Um, there's some guys close, like some of the guys from MediWorks, Murray Hale, um, my old man who works here as well, some people like that, um, that have done really good things in marketing. Um, I mostly idolise them because of probably the level of service mm. they provide for their clients. I think that's a big thing that's missing, and that's something those guys have got nailed. Mm. Um, but yeah, Gary Vee's probably the number one there. Gary Vee and Grant Cardone is a big one for the sales side of things. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so what's your biggest learning in, in your tenure and being self-employed today, James? What's your biggest learning? Probably just to just breathe, mm. just to relax. Um, things, when you think about things in a micro and over a short period of time, uh, you can get quite hysterical and it can be quite intense and overwhelming. Um, whereas when you, when you kind of have anything happen or there's a problem or even just a win, as well, it's really good just to be like, yeah. cool, alright, and then understand it and then you can kind of move through it. Mm. Um, and that's something that I never had when I had bosses, because whenever there was a problem I'd just turn to them, say what do I do about this? Mm. Um, whereas yeah, I probably learned to have to deal with things by myself now, because there's no person, you know, next up that you can go to. Mm. So you're talking like an entrepreneur here, would you classify yourself in your own brain and life as, 
as an entrepreneur yourself? I actually don't, to be honest. Um, I, I think by the description I probably would fall into that category. I've always said opportunist. Mm. That's been my big thing that I've followed. Um, entrepreneur, I just, like, I think it's kind of almost developed a negative connotation mm. around it. It's become like a, um, like a cool thing. Mm. Um, and I don't think that there's really anything that cool about business when you're doing it properly. Mm. Um, it looks like Lamborghinis and, you know, bottles of Dom Perignon on Instagram, <laughs> but it's really not quite <laughs> like that. Um, so yeah, that's probably why I'd steer away from the word entrepreneur. But, hey, what's Instagram? Should I know what that is? <laughs> Just one of those social media things, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And now self-security. Just talk yeah. a little bit earlier about security of self in your mm-hmm. values world. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I think um, what confidence. Um, some would probably define mine as being delusional at times, mm-hmm. but confidence, all in all, how important that is for you. Um, because without self-belief, you probably can't do anything. Sure. Um, so just being being a hundred percent certain without any doubt mm. that whatever you're setting out to do, you can achieve. Um, and I think that with that, you have so much of a better chance of overcoming it, even with the same skill set that you'd have if you didn't have that confidence there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just just being really, really uh, sure in who you are, what you stand for, and why you do it. Um, and not being willing to waver off that will, will be really important. And do you have a routine for your week or lifestyle or work or how do you manage your way through um, you know, having, a, having a habit cycle for doing what you do? Yeah, um, look, it's, it's, I should have a better one than I do. Um, to be honest with you, like early mornings, anyone who's known me for a long time have been the bane of my existence since I started work. Um, yeah, so my, my current thing that I'm working on at the moment is getting up at 6 every morning. Um, and then doing some form of exercise, like going for a run or something, having a shower. I have cold showers every day as part of my routine. Um, that's made a really big difference, and I have been better at getting up early as well, yeah. but it just slips every now and again. It's tough. It's tough, especially when you work late, start mm-hmm. early, work late, start early, and I definitely need my sleep as well. Mm-hmm. Um, things I do every day, I train probably four times a week. I meditate every day, um, and I have my cold showers, and they're all really important. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just really like to hone in some little things like the, the wake-up times, the sleep times, all that kind of stuff to get a little bit more refined with it. Yeah, good. Yeah. So back to marketing. I know marketing is, is an exploratory venture. You know, there's no mm-hmm. guarantee or results. How do you work with a client to, um, to gain their trust and then also yeah. say that maybe, look, realistically this is going to take 6 to 12 months yeah. for this to fly as a campaign? How do you, how do you work with that sort of mindset? I think if, if you're open and honest with people, they'll understand. Some people can't wait six months for a campaign to work, um, and that's fine. And so then you've also got to know when you shouldn't work with someone. Um, you know, if, if someone comes to you and they're like, hey, I've got this much money, and if I don't make this much offer in four weeks, I'm done, that's not a campaign that you should take on. Um, but the, the other problem is that there are a lot of people who are in a position like mine who need clients, to the point where they might take that work on and then they create sort of a negative connotation around the whole industry because I'll call someone up and they'll say, I've tried Facebook, it doesn't work. Mm. The fact that anyone could even be saying that's absurd. Like it's the opportunity of what will probably be their business lifetime. Um, and so it's just someone who's done a bad job in the past um, and hasn't really managed someone's expectations. If you start out really open and clearly and say, hey, first four weeks you're probably not going to see anything, nothing's going to happen they'll then know that before they make the decision to work with you or not. Um, and then if you know, I've had campaigns where we've had enormous like sales and leads generated in the first week. So it's good to just have that expectation not too high to begin with and really realistic. 
Um, and then if, if it works well, that's just a bonus. I've heard there can be a paradox of online lead generation where the leads barrel just starts overflowing and the company mm -hmm. can't handle the leads. Yeah. So they're dropping them or they're missing their calls. Yeah. So how do you help the company to maybe this is in the sales process side yeah. Uh, handle the level of leads that you're generating. Yeah, well, for, for me personally, part of my marketing funnel is a 60-minute strategy session. So uh, so whether someone comes through Facebook or online or wherever I source them from, the landing page I'll hit is that, and I'll book that. And in that, I probably focus as much on their sales process as their marketing, to be honest. Um, that's that's a big point of difference for, for what we do is, like, it's... Everybody misses that. You know, you, you can generate six leads for a client in a week. Lead value might be 50 grand if it's converted and they can drop all of them. And then all of a sudden they're not making money off your product and everybody loses. Um, so just making sure that they have a really solid sales process set in place before they start um, is just one of the foundations along with a good website, all of those sorts of things yeah. to make sure that it all will work. And do you coach them through like leads qualification and asking questions to elicit their, their yeah. target client? Yeah, I think if they need it, mm. if they need it. Um, I mean, I'm not a sales coach um, and I really don't have any right to be either, um, but, but I back my own selling ability. So if I can give advice or something to a client that will help what I'm doing work better, mm. I'd always do that. Mm. Yeah. So we see, I mean, on my bookshelf, I've got probably like 10 sales books yeah. in sense of methodology, approach, philosophy. Which one mm -hmm. do you think you connect to more than any other or subscribe to? If there's a system yeah. or a approach or even Gary Vee sort of. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. That's a really good question. I think, um, I think for me, for selling, a lot of it's very habitual by now. Um, and that's probably almost the most dangerous position that you can be in because you aren't really conscious of what you're doing a lot of the time. Um, I learned through door to door with a five step process. So that was how I used to start and have my introduction and all that as you kind of work through the steps all the way to the close. I'd say what I'd really do now is just meet with somebody, find a problem and then find a solution. Um, that, that would be really the best way to put it. Um, and everything on top of that, like building rapport and stuff, kind of just comes quite naturally to me now. I find it really easy to talk to people. Um, and so because of that, it's, it's yeah, not something that I focus on a whole lot. Um, I should put as much effort into becoming a better seller as I do into becoming a better marketer. Um, but that's kind of just where my focus is at at the moment. So, yeah. so where's the process between marketing and sales as far as you're concerned? The best way for it to be is for there to be almost none. It should be completely fluid from the first time a customer meets your business until they're 10 years down the track of buying off you. Um, there should be no hitches, no anything like that. Um, and so that's what I work on a lot with all my clients is trying to make that process as fluid as possible um, as they transition from first hearing about you becoming a lead, that sales, all those kinds of things. I think the most dangerous point is between a lead to a client, that, that initial um, yeah, initial purchase they make or whatever it is that they do first, that's probably where you're going to lose the most of them, um, but that's all obviously where there's the biggest hitch as well, because instead of it being you know, a form that I've entered their details in or something, they're now having to go meet with you in person or schedule a meeting or something, and that's where the barrier to entry is probably the most high. And with Digital Simple, how do you see the future in terms of scale, team, world domination? How are you seeing it, James? Yeah, I, um, I would like to be in Christchurch, Wellington and Auckland. Um, and I'd probably like to have three to four staff in each location. Um, so I'm currently just working through the process of whether now is the right time to begin hiring and doing those sorts of things. 
um, because it's it adds a whole nother thing that I then need to worry about. Um, so it may be, it may not be. Um, be worth keeping an eye on. Um, but yeah, you should have wore your hiring today T-shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, um, if the right person <laughs> popped up, I'd hire someone tomorrow. Um, but it's just about whether I want to start uh, start going through the process of interviewing and doing all that right now. I had three new clients start last week. So I've just got, like, it's, there's a lot on, I'm moving offices, I've got my new website launching today, so it's just, there's a lot on. Um, so maybe after the dust settles from all that a little bit, it'll be time to bring someone on board. Gary V says it's pumping, it's pumping, yeah. he's killing it! <laughs> James killing it! Yeah. Um, so I yeah. talked to you a few weeks ago about cold calling, and yeah. I, I was interested to hear what you were saying about mindset and resilience for calling because obviously it's a massive fear for a lot of salespeople just avoid the phone and yeah they're procrastinating and pushing paper around yeah what's what's your mindset and or maybe your conditioning to calling if you say if i said to you now go next door and call 50 yeah would you go through a routine or would you do 100 press-ups or how would you condition yourself for that that yeah. task cold calling's a fun one it's uh like I, I was, <laughs> he says uh, it's fun <laughs> yeah no like like don't get me wrong like i i i have fallen in love with the concept of it no no one and i don't care what anybody says likes making a hundred phone calls in a day um and i wouldn't make a hundred phone calls every day either and, and i'm lucky to be in a position now where i don't have to um but i think that you my mindset's always just been this stem from door to door um as you know i'd, I'd work Everybody would work 60 doors a day, I'd work 120, and everyone would knock them two, maybe three times, I'd knock them three or four times. Mm -hmm. So it's just actual volume is so important, um, and you just get lucky. If you start picking the phone up and making calls, all of a sudden someone will answer the phone and be like, I've been waiting for someone like that to call me. I'd knock on the door for Nova Energy, and I'd be like, just had a big fight with my power company. Mm -hmm. The only way that that can happen is if you're getting those reps in, if you're getting enough phone calls made, yeah. Um, and you know, if, if you're not putting yourself out there, you're not going to win. Yeah. That's really, that's really all there is to it. Okay. I mean, in business, we know we've got to be courageous, don't we? Yeah. And take risks. So yeah. today, how, how do you feel you are being courageous and taking risks with your business? Well, I think, um, I think probably just trying to scale it up relentlessly is a big thing. Um, I've got, yeah, my new website going live. I've got all my marketing and stuff that's about to start rolling out. Um, but really, probably for me, the big thing is just not drawing and instead investing back into it so that I have the potential to scale it up like that. Um, yeah, yeah, that'd probably be it. I, don't, I, don't, I struggle a lot more with that sort of thing than I do with maybe making the call or you know, doing something like that. So, yeah. And how do, how do you, with accountability and performance, how, do you, how does that figure in your, in your business with regards to yeah. uh, performing at a high level and being accountable? To I hear self accountability talked about a lot. And I'm, yeah. Um, how do you approach that? I think the biggest thing probably isn't self accountability. It's probably self awareness. Mm -hmm. And and I think a lot of people cut themselves slack. But my mindset's always just been you're just going to wind up feeling worse that way. Um, like I I'd, I'd rather make X phone calls or try to close however many deals in the day and be told no for all of them yeah. than not try for any of them because at least that way when I go home and I'm trying to go to sleep that night. My mind's not like, oh, I should have made that call. I should have done this. I'm, I'm fine with making mistakes. I'm just not really okay with letting myself down, if that kind of makes sense. Sure. Um, yeah, as long as I put the effort in, I'm, I'm a happy camper. So you've just got to be really honest with yourself. That's probably the big thing. And I think that's where other people would miss. Mm. They, they maybe aren't quite so honest. 
um, and yeah, they just yeah go a bit easier on themselves. Okay. Yeah. And just finally, today, you mentioned happy camper there. So in your values yeah. world, again, you, you said happiness, the, that, that feeling and emotion of happiness. Mm -hmm. what, does that, what does that mean to you specifically? Well, I, I had the realization that I've, I've kind of hit it. I was thinking about things the other day, and I was like, realistically, I could get fired by every one of my clients. I could move out of my office. I could move out of the flat that I'm living in. I could sell my car. I could do all that kind of stuff. I could move on with my parents, and I could just do this to keep doing it like that's and I think I, like I almost feel a level of guilt knowing that I have something like that because I know so many people would go their entire lives without finding that um, and so that's yeah that's uh, yeah I don't know I think that's it for me I think that's what I've always kind of been missing um, is just knowing that you're just doing something because you love it um, and I also think that when you have that attitude and that willingness to just scale everything back and just keep doing it you probably will never have to um, but it's just about yeah, it's, that's, yeah, that's what it really is for me, is just doing it because I want to do it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, James. I hope you viewers took uh, something away from that short interview today with James mm -hmm. Wallace. Digital Simple, check him out online, www.digitalsimple.co.nz. Yeah, new website's live today, so by the time you see this, that'll be up. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for your time today, James. Thanks for having me. It was really good. Really yeah. appreciate it. Cool.